Yeah, Mitch Reynolds, welcome. Lacrosse Talk, PMWIZM News Talk, 1410 AM, 92.3 FM. Thanks for joining us here this afternoon and this evening. Use the Better Hearing Center talk and text line to get in on the show. Either call in or text in. Either way, you get in on this program is 608-785-7914, We're also on Facebook and Twitter. You can send me an email, Mitch at 1410WIZM.com. Probably on Facebook Live by about now. So just all sorts of just great opportunities for you. 608-785-7914. is the Better Hearing Center talk and text line. I was downtown this week for the Midwest Music Festival. That was a super, super good time. And really just kind of surreal because um, because of the... It, I mean, it feels like a spring festival, feels like that ha- that kind of atmosphere, um, except with a lot of snow. <laughs> it was, there was a, this, it's a surreal nature to the whole thing where it just seemed like, um, like the snow was just, it was part, it's like you're walking in a movie set, sort of. It's hard to describe, really. But man, tell you what, that was fun. I had fun. There's a lot of cool music that came to town this weekend for the Midwest Music Festival. So make sure you put that on your calendar for next week, uh, for uh, next year, and then two weeks from now it'll be in Winona. So lots of lots of great music. Uh, so kudos to all the organizers for that because man, I just I don't I don't really like to you know spend a ton of time. Going for see, this is the thing: is that multi-venue music festival? So you, you go from place to place to place, right? And and it and it just it starts in the daytime, and you go. I didn't I didn't go downtown all day, but it starts in the daytime, and goes through the evening and into the night, and you're like, okay, let's go to the next place. And so you're walking, and then you're walking, and then but it's blowing snow. It's snowing and blowing. It's blizzard whiteout conditions. It's everything slippery. And um, nobody is properly dressed. Everybody's wearing not nearly enough. And uh, you're huddled in masses getting from one thing to another. And it's fun. It's super fun. So highly recommend it for uh, last year's fun too. But this this was a little bit more dramatic, I think, with the snowfall. And uh, certainly enjoyed the music. I saw a bunch of new acts that I hadn't ever seen before. So that was really cool. Oh, the other great thing is that there was people who couldn't make it, right? So there are musicians that... Last minute, we're like, I just can't, I can't make it. There's no way. There's no way I'm getting there. And so you had these musicians who were just kind of getting together and throwing together some jam, which was really neat. Oh, that was great. Anyway, there we go. That was super fun. It's basically it. That and sitting around Sunday looking outside going, are you kidding me? What the hell is this? And I knew at some point on Sunday, because I was starting to think, because we had that snow emergency earlier this month, and I thought, well, there's no way that we don't have another snow emergency. Because underneath that snow out there is this slushy, icy, rainy, nasty stuff. At some point, like they've done it once this month, they're absolutely going to do it again. And I don't think it was until 9.30 or something like that. I was, I was expecting Saturday night-ish. I was expecting something coming down at Saturday night, but it wasn't until Sunday morning that uh, the snow emergency notice came out and then went officially into effect at 3 o'clock. And has it, are we still, is it, have we gotten any word yet? Is it still on or 
Do you know? No? Okay. We're going to try to find that out. We have, you've heard me talk about this for a couple weeks now. Uh, Mama Tried Flat Out Friday is um, on the way. It is uh, this Friday, this extremely cool motorcycle racing event happening at the Lacrosse Center. Um, I don't think I do it justice in describing it. So I'm going to have one of the organizers of this thing talk to us about it instead because he will do a much better job at, at talking about how unique of an event this really is because it's it's super cool. And if you um, haven't seen flat track racing, it's pretty... If you're into racing at all, but especially older motorcycles bombing around a track in the lacrosse center, this is kind of going to be your thing. And even if you aren't into that, man, it'll still be your thing. Probably. Anyway, we'll talk to the organizer coming up here in just a few minutes. Um, and, of course, your calls and texts at 608-785-7914. The Better Hearing Center talk and text line, 608 608- 785-7914. Oh, also, uh, next hour, uh, Lisa Olson has a new book out, and she's an extremely funny person, so I want her to come in and talk to us about that. So it's going to be a kind of a mixed bag of fish today. If you have uh, any thoughts, however, if you're in among those in the city of La Crosse that once again were surprised by having a snow emergency called, I'd love to hear from you sometime during the program this afternoon. 608-785-7914, the Better Hearing Center, talk and text line. More to come, stick around. It's that time of year, project time. Maybe you're planning a kitchen or a bathroom remodel, or maybe you're building a new home, or the new home you just purchased needs a few adjustments. Chances are, whatever project you're planning, it involves electrical work. The Wettstein family is synonymous with quality service in the Cooley region. Wettstein Brothers Electric is the name you can count on for quality work when you need an electrical contractor. Whatever your project, Wettstein Brothers Electric. Welcome to the family. When your family's together, it's a time to catch up and remember what's important. But for some, it can be frustrating. Sounds like people are just mumbling. In a noisy restaurant or maybe a family gathering, it's so hard to hear. If you can't hear, you're missing out. This year, enjoy your family. Come into the Better Hearing Center and get tested. They'll help you enjoy yourself and make sure you're not missing out. Get clarity with the Better Hearing Center of Onalaska. Better hearing is a better life. Hey, are you listening? Hello, it's Carla from Mark Jewelers. We're emptying our Onalaska location. We're not going out of business. We're going to all end up in the lacrosse location to be one lean, mean bling machine. Prices are hot, hot, hot. Right now, everything in the store at Mark Jewelers is up to 50% off. Get a diamond pendant, normally $99, for only 49 bucks through Saturday. Time is ticking. Get to Mark Jewelers in Onalaska. this thing on? Have a great day. Around here, you never know what Mother Nature's going to throw your way. On the road, you need a tire you can depend on. Be ready for winter with new tires from Cordell's Automotive. Toyo Celsius all-weather tires give you year-round safety without the expense of buying, installing, and storing winter tires. Tread for every season with better traction on ice and snow. And Cordell's technicians have the expertise to get you the tire that you need. When your car goes to hell, call Cordell's. Cordell's Automotive, home and...
All right, welcome back. I'm Mitch Reynolds, Lacrosse Talk PM on WIZM News Talk, 1410 AM, 92.3 FM. Thanks for joining us here this afternoon and this evening. The Better Hearing Center talk a text line if you'd like to join us here on the air at 608-785-7914. So the event coming up this Friday at the Lacrosse Center, Mama Tries Flat Out Friday. Uh, I've tried to describe it, um, and I have to admit that I'm probably not doing a great job but if you've ever seen any of this, either in person or on video, video rather, you know that it is. It looks like a whole lot of ridiculous fun. So here to give me give us a better feel for what this is exactly, I got Warren Heyer on the phone. Who well, you're one of the organizers of this uh, of of this event coming up on Friday, right? Yeah, that's correct. All right, Warren, I appreciate you being on. Thanks so much. So give me no some, some give me some sense on what what this flat track motorcycle racing is try to describe it for people because i, I don't know if i've been doing it justice here <laughs> well the whole idea is is fast furious in your face non-stop kind of action it's uh we, we spray dr pepper syrup on a flat concrete surface and we ride around in circles really fast it sounds real simple but um it, it becomes quite a task once you get 20 30 bikes out on the track all at one time in a small space in a super small space, it's if you look at a if you're familiar with the flat track racing, you're look used to seeing three eighths half mile. You know we're we're under an eighth. It's it's really tight, really fun. Elbows banging, it's crashing. It's just a it's a wild night. How did this How did this develop? Where did this come from? This this concept. Well, from back in the eighties, late seventies in Milwaukee, it was kind of prevalent. You know, it had a it had a little bit of a uh, following back then, and I don't know why it went away. Um, but we had a guy approach us, our, our buddy Jeremy Prock, who was, who was our nuts and bolts of the race, and he's like, "Hey man, let's throw a let's throw a race." And he started talking to us about the same thing. I'm like, man, I have no idea what you're talking about. It sounds like a blast. Let's do it. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, this is this is actually it's really it's cool for dudes who uh, I you know who who build or uh, who are interested in building a bike because the classes of there's several different classes that are racing and the classes are really interesting and unique. And a lot of it's older bikes, right? You have to have a bike that's uh, older than 1981. Well, we have lots of classes that, yeah. And and the idea is to try to open up the ability to let the average Joe come in and and try their hand at racing at slow speeds. um, It's, it's, very user friendly, or you know, if you're an entry level rider, you can come out and have fun, and you know, you could jump in the the XR100 class, which is a four stroke bikes under 100 cc's. And we all know there's a ton of those floating around. So, you know, if you've never been out and you want to give it a shot, it's real easy to just sign up and come out and have fun. All right, now a couple origin things, uh, Warren. I, I'm wor- where where did the na- where did Mama Tried come from? Why is that the name of this? Mama Tried's Flat Out Friday. <laughs> where did Mama Tried come from? So Mama Tried is a Mama Tried motorcycle show in Milwaukee. We have that in February in conjunction with our race. That's that's the the brand, and that's every two. There, it's two actual events that we put together. Mm-hmm. Uh, Friday night is the race, and then Saturday and Sunday is the show. The Mama Tried, uh, you know, tagline came from us just kind of searching through song titles when we were having to drawing a blank on how what to call our new bike show, <laughs> and it just kind of hits home. You know, it's. You know, Mama always tried to keep them boys off the motorcycles, and sometimes she didn't do a real good job at that. <laughs> Clearly not. All right, and how about the, the Dr. Pepper syrup? 
Yeah, yeah, that, uh, that's the thing. Believe it or not, Dr. Pepper is uh, better than Coke or Grape Fanta. If, if you're, uh, you know, into the science of things, for some reason, it, it, it pulls the rubber off the tires a lot faster and more evenly to create a track surface that by the end of the night, there really is no syrup left. It's all rubber on the floor. It's wild. It creates a big black streak that we, that, um, we call the groove. All right, wait. So help me understand. So this is for I I don't want to get it for traction. Then is it this? Is it to yep. the bike stick to the surface? Yep. So what happens is you you spray a, a light surface layer on the concrete. It it knocks the dust down as well as creates a, a sticky scenario where, you know, after multiple laps of bikes going around, it starts pulling the rubber off tires. So it's it's pulling the compound and it's creating this rubber slash syrup. Um, layer above the concrete so then it, it allows you maximum traction it's it's crazy how much traction you can get out there warren hires one of the organizers for mama tried's flat out friday it's the flat track motorcycle racing event the lacrosse center uh coming up this friday uh Warren, i mean there's several different classes of racers this must go on for a while yeah we so the doors are you know roughly at, at five or six um that's when the heat races start so, you know, when they say the show starts at 7, we've been racing for a couple hours already. So if you oh, want to come out and man. enjoy, you know, hours of it, you know, you're more than welcome to come out and hang out. It, it's it's a lot of fun. And, and, yes, you're right. We have we have anywhere from pros down to my 4-year-old son who's going to be doing a few laps with all of his buddies out there. So, you know, it's, it's a family-orientated event. It's a lot of fun. We're going to be hucking T-shirts into the crowd and turning the music up and, and just nice. having a good old time. I, there's a couple, you know, when you watch some videos and dudes are, dudes are still, I mean, stick or not stick, they're sliding out, you know, there's, there's guys going down, <laughs> but they kind of bounce right back up again. So I, I don't, I mean, is it because you're not, I mean, I don't know how fast you're going, but it doesn't seem like you're going that fast, especially in a tight space. Is that why there's not a whole lot of speed there? Yeah. I mean, it, you know, it's, it's, it's low impact, slow speed, but when you're out there or even when you're watching it, even though it is slow, it's just so action-packed that it doesn't doesn't matter because there's so much action. It's such a small place and tight space for people to... In order to pass, you're almost really going to have to push or elbow or, you know, stick that wheel in there and hope that you don't fall over doing it. <laughs> I, and i got to ask the question about brakes because there's, I, there's some... The classes or organizers, some things you have to have a back brake... Some things it says brakes are required. Do try, people try to get in without brakes? I don't understand the non-braking thing. Tell me about it. <laughs> well, there's actually a, a brakeless class, which I actually ride in myself. It's right. a, back, back in the day, that, that's how it works. It's, um, you know, no brakes. And that's re- still really prevalent within the flat track community because in, in some instances, um, brakes are your enemy. It huh. doesn't make a whole lot of sense, but... Um, you get yourself in a lot of trouble with brakes. So in order to, to clear that, they just say, okay, well, this class are not running brakes. And it depends on the bike and, and the year and that kind of thing. You usually what it is is it's it's a lot of the older machines, the vintage machines that, you know, are 40s or some of the smaller bikes like, uh, you know, 60s, 70s, Harley Hummers and, and those scenarios that get the brakeless yeah, and I, just, oh, I, and I want to make clear that there are some bikes that are super old that are racing in this thing, right? I mean, you got, like, uh, Har- Harleys yeah. that are 50, 60, 70 years old. Yeah, my bike's a, a 1939 Harley WL. Oh, my gosh. And that's what you're yeah. racing? It's a lot of fun. Okay. Brakeless and ha- hand shift. Okay. 
All right. Well, that sounds like a lot of fun. All right. Warren Heyer is a part of this huge event coming up on Friday at Lacrosse Center. Mama Tried flat out Friday. It is super compelling, Warren. I really appreciate you being on. Thanks so much for being on and talking about it. Yeah, man. Hey, if you want to come down and take a ride, I'll let you take my bike out. I will. <laughs> Got to figure out how to ride it. Oh, <laughs> <But laughs> good. Without brakes, we'll I'm not sure. We'll just push you off and do. go. <laughs> All right, man. Hey, I appreciate you being on. Thanks so much. Yeah, man. Take it easy. All right. Warren Heyer. That is so cool. He's riding a 1930s vintage Harley in a race. All right, 608 if you'd like to join us here on the air, 785-7914. Let's reset. Be right back. Midwest TV and appliance. And air conditioning. Your comfort is our business. Welcome back. I'm Mitch Reynolds with Crosstalk PM on WYZM News Talk, 1410 AM, 92.3 FM. Thanks for riding along here this afternoon and uh, this evening. 608-785-7914-785-7914. I was uh, among those who um, were spreading the word about the snow emergency in La Crosse. Uh, that went into effect su- Sunday afternoon. My son parks on the street, so I just gave him the reminder, like, hey, man, heads up, dude, uh, snow emergency. But it's interesting because that the word of mouth appears to be like the main way that people are getting the word out on on these things the second time we've had a snow disposal special snow disposal period in the city of lacrosse in um in the last two weeks and that otherwise that rule hasn't been used in i don't know decades maybe um it was i i haven't i'm not entirely sure um i mean i read the ordinance and i don't i don't see how it makes sense in any kind of way. It hasn't. There hasn't been a, a rewrite on this thing yet, so I'm not exactly sure when it's going to happen. I struggle with seeing where in the ordinance it says the things that the city says you have to do. I don't really quite get that. Um, I don't. I think that. I think that this was this was put in place, and like so many other city rules, there were changes made at some point. But it was never really just read and evaluated to make sure that you, because the city's never really used it. I mean, not significantly over the last, I don't know how many years. So my, my thought is that over time, it was just neglected. And so when you actually go to put the thing in place, it doesn't say what you want it to say to enforce it the way you want to enforce it. But at that point, it's too late. So... You have to liberally interpret it as everybody put their cars on that side of the street. And it's it doesn't really say that. So I I mean I I don't I guess it it I it probably helped in some way for snowplow drivers to have everybody on, you know, have a lot of people on one side of the street and have just a few people that didn't didn't figure it out. But but otherwise, I, I don't. I frankly don't see what the point is. I don't see. I, I fail to see why you declare a forty-eight hour snow disposal period, which is what it's called, a snow emergency. I fail to see why you would declare one w- without having a clear ordinance that really describes what it is exactly. And I I just. I feel like they need to they need to figure that out. They gotta get they gotta get that whole thing figured out uh, because I mean and, and they probably won't have to until next year 
because it's probably not going to snow another eight inches. Maybe. I don't know. For those of you who got like more than eight inches, obviously you're laughing at the eight inches going eight inches. Uh. Um, I think it's bad policy. It's just my opinion. I'd say that I think it's bad policy to uh, utilize a poorly written ordinance and then try to enforce it. I just don't think it's the right thing to do. I don't think you're, I don't think, fortunately they don't have those in Hoka because. What is the point of having the policy anyway? I think my guess is, is that this, the city is going to move towards having just snow emergencies and away from having alternate side parking. And this was a trial run. So this was a fortunate event that they had these two April snow events. They were fortunate to have these so they could they could give it a trial run, see what it looked like. Because I think that the preference among many in City Hall is to move to, instead of having alternate side parking, to move to snow emergency only. They need a better way to like inform the public. It's, a major, it's the major way. It's and the major the major problem is that postcards send yeah. out postcards send, to yeah, everybody because that's usually how the city informs people right now <laughs> right? i mean doesn't everyone have an email it shouldn't just get like everyone's email address but maybe well, not I, I think it's and I'll, I'll when we come back i'll like you have to go do news when right. we come back i will um i'll explain to you why why the communication thing seems so much of a struggle right now and how it won't seem like a struggle in any way later Six zero eight seven eight five seven nine one four. This is Wisdom. I'm Mitch Reynolds. More to come. Stick around. You've always thought working at a radio station would be fun. You like music, sports. You like to talk, even the behind-the-scenes stuff like news, office staffing, sales, and making commercials. All sounds exciting to you. At Midwest Family Broadcasting, there are times when we are looking for people just like you. You can check our job postings anytime online at our website, mwfbroadcasting.com. Minority and qualifying groups are reported about 300 people using voicemail in the area. 27 years ago, 1991, yesterday in lacrosse. I'm Brad Williams. Crosstalk PM and WYZM, I'm Mitch Reynolds, 608-785-7914, is the Better Hearing Center talk and text line. If you'd like to join us here on the air, that's how you do it. Call in or text in either way, you're in on uh, the Better Hearing Center talk and text line, 608-785-7914. Strong recommendation for you if you're looking for some way to help out uh, this month, uh, huge opportunities um during the um neighbors day which is coming up saturday april 28th there are oh gosh i don't know 150 homes who have signed up uh looking for uh, help to get their homes together we've got like um elderly and disabled people in lacrosse who have you know some significant needs as we all do during the spring we they they have to you know clean get cleaned up right you get the spring cleanup is what it's called but um, oftentimes it helps. It, it helps when there are people willing to grab a shovel and a rake and, and join in and, and help them out. So you could do that uh, at um, at Neighbors Day, uh, twenty eighteen. Oh uh, no, let's see. I'm trying to think. We have a link. Hmm. Hmm. 
I don't know. Maybe and maybe I'm mistaken. I thought there was a link on our website, and now I don't see it. So I will get back to that. But you can also look it up. Neighbors Day 2018. Check it out for Ian LaCrosse. Google it, and you'll find a way to link out the neighbors. Neighbors Day 2018. Neighbors Helping Neighbors. Uh, I'll I'll find a link and get that on our website. And I thought there was, and now I don't see it. So I don't know. We'll we'll get it a shot. But they are desperate need of of some volunteers. They need a couple hundred of them anyway. And um, that would be really uh, really handy if we could get more people to uh, to uh, get involved and 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 sign up. Uh, all right, six zero eight seven eight five seven nine one four is the Better Hearing Center. Talk at text line seven eight five seventy nine fourteen. I was talking about the snow emergency and the snow. Well, the forty eight hour snow disposal period that was issued. A declaration made by the street superintendent on on Sunday, and this was supposed to start Sunday afternoon. It is yet to be canceled, as far as I can tell. So it's still in effect, which means that still, according to city police department, who has interpreted the ordinance to mean that you, uh, every odd calendar day, you're on the odd side of the street. Every even calendar day, you're on the even side of the street, but all day, the entire day, not just overnight. And you, there. They've also determined that there's a grace period from nine to midnight. So you, if you move your car between nine and midnight, it's I, it's just it's frankly a mess. And <laughs> the whole not not the rule, not what they want to do. I'm not saying that's a mess. What I'm suggesting is that the rules that are in place don't don't really aren't really what they say they are, as far as I can tell. And I have nobody in City Hall has has told me that I'm wrong yet. So uh, I take that as a pretty pretty reasonable sign that nobody really wants to admit that it's awful, <laughs> but, but they they realize that it's not not quite the way they want it to be. So the question, the biggest question, this was I, I talked with Mayor Tim Cabot about this today. One of the biggest questions about this whole snow emergency thing is what Rick brought up just a little while ago. Is about the communication. How do you tell people that they got that this thing has happened and that they got to move their cars? And the only thing, the thing that I would tell you is that, you know, uh, let me see, let me put it this way. Um, hmm. Try to think. Actually, there's some, trying to think of a comparison. It doesn't really work now. All right. If if you're in the Twin Cities and you, if you live in the Twin Cities, for those of you who've lived in the Twin Cities, you know this. By it is just it's in your in your in the back of your mind. If you grew up in the Twin Cities, or if you spent time there as an adult, you know that uh, if you've ever if you've had to park your car on the street, if there's a snow emergency, what do you got to do? You got to get your car off the street. Doesn't matter where you put it, you just got to get it off the street. So when they declare a snow emergency, you know you got to get your car off the street. People know that. So. The thing is, is that when the snow, when the snow falls, if it's there, the people there are, if you're in the Twin Cities, you're already asking the question. You're not waiting for the city to contact you and say, oh, by the way, snow emergency, get your car off the street there, buddy. You're already thinking about that because you've been, you're, you've, you've been, uh, uh, conditioned to understand that if you don't, if it snow falls enough for them to plow the streets and declare a snow emergency, if you don't get your car off the streets, it's going to be towed. There's no like ticketing. They just take your car. So I don't, I don't think it's really complicated at all. 
I think it's just a process of putting it in place. We're going to ticket in tow. And you know what? First year, it's going to suck. The first year, it's going to be awful because all sorts of people are going to get their cars towed. They'll be like, what are we doing? Cars towed. And then the word gets out. And then every time it snows, first thing you do is you look at the city's website. I wonder if there's, and you try to figure out if there's a snow emergency. Or you listen to the radio. Or you watch television. In some kind of way, you're looking to see whether there's a snow emergency. Kind of like school closings. We, you know, before the text alerts that schools sent out to parents, nobody, nobody, if you're a kid anyway, you're never waiting for the school to contact you and let you know that you don't have school. You are listening to radios, you're watching television, you're doing everything you can to get that information. 608-785-7914. We'll go to Jane. Jane's on the phone. Jane, thanks for waiting. Go ahead, you're on. Yeah, Mitch, this snow emergency that they keep talking about, that does not cover on Alaska, right? Yeah, no, it's just City of La Crosse. The snow emergency, I mean, it wasn't for on Alaska, too, was it? No, 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 just for the City of La Crosse. Just for the city of La Crosse. Okay, Correct. well, that's good. The, <laughs> the other thing is, I don't know why they can't just keep, for the winter months, keep up the alternate side parking, because people seem to know that. And I don't know why it has to be like at 9 o'clock at night. What's wrong with 6 o'clock? You come home from work, you go and you park your car, and you're done for the night. Uh, to me, that seems more sensible than this 9 o'clock. I mean, a lot of people go to bed before 9 o'clock. I work with a lot of people that go to bed before 9 o'clock. <laughs> so, yeah, I know that for sure. Uh, yeah, well, I don't... And, and uh, the, that just makes it harder for people. And if they just park on, on the altar... Actually, it's the 1st of April that the alternate parking is supposed to be done, right, here in LaCrosse? No, not anymore. Now it's March 15th. It's when? March 15th. Oh, it's actually back in March. Okay. Yeah. Well, I mean, what's wrong with just extending that to the 1st of April? Normally, we're done with snow by the 1st of April. If something like this comes up, then have that as, as an exception. Say, if we get a whole lot of snow, keep up with the alternate parking. The plows can plow the one side, and... The people on the other side are responsible for cleaning off their own car to get out of where, you know, wherever they parked. Sure. Well, Jane, they, you know, they just changed, the, the city council just changed the alternate side parking on March 15th. Now you want them to change it back? Well, I wouldn't, it wouldn't bother me. Of course, like I said, I don't drive anymore anyway, and I'm just a, just an interested bystander in all of this stuff. But what, okay, and that was just uh, for lacrosse, what did on Alaska say? I, I, I don't think they I had, they didn't I change anything. I your show something them saying it, that they were not changing it back. It was it was done when it was done, and if we got snow in April, too bad. Yeah, they don't. Uh, the uh, Alaska did not have. They they didn't. Their 
alternate site parking ended on April 1st. So that didn't change. In terms of these snowfalls, I, I don't think they have anything in place to deal with that. So, and there's not a... T- well, what are the, I mean, like you say, like, get your cars off the street. The people that have to park on the street, where are they supposed to put their cars? I mean, like an excellent up in question. the cities, what do these people do? Just go and knock on somebody's door and say, can I park in your driveway? <laughs> right? I mean, it's, it has to come down to that. Well, imagine, it, yes, and you're certainly right. There are certainly people in here that don't have a place to park their cars. But, um, you know, they have this. That's what they do in the Twin Cities. And there are certainly people there who don't have a place to park their cars. Well, there are situations like one of my son can park and there's a parking area in the apartment house where he lives. However, when there is a storm, they want the people to park on the street somewhere so their snowplow guy can come in and clean it out. So a bad storm, he yep. usually has to go around the corner and park on a, you know on the city street yep. on the alternate side. And that's that always seemed to work out okay. But you, you've, I mean, you've got to have some place to put your car. I yeah, I suppose. I mean, that's I, I would, I think that that's probably true. And I, I think that uh, I guess I would be paranoid if I was in a situation like that. I, you know, you park your car one place, and and then they tell you, well, you can't park it there. And where, I mean, you're going to hang it from the sky. Uh, what, what do people do? I, I don't know. And I think that we, that's certainly, that's nothing that is an option right now. Nobody is, is talking about that, that kind of thing in, in lacrosse, but there certainly uh, are discussions about having a yeah, snow emergency. I know there's some places, aren't there, like yes. in Boston and yes. areas they, like that where yes, they, they just do that. don't plow? Yep. Right. Right. The, the people just have to kind of fend for themselves and, and get out. And you probably, you have winter tires or chains on your tires or something. Yeah, and I'm not, I mean, not everybody sure. always seems to manage to get through it. Well, and you know what? As much as we complain about any uh, snowfalls in general, we manage to get through it. So maybe we just complain too much. Yeah, well, I don't know. I just know I'm sick of it. <laughs> and <laughs> I don't right. think I'm the only one. I mean, right. sick of the snow. Sure. I mean. No, I, I, I think that there's a fair amount of people that would agree with you on this one, Jane. Look, yeah, I appreciate I think, you calling. I think it's gone on long enough I, in that I, we don't need any, we just don't need any more snow. I, the poor Easter rabbit, he would be lost. I would agree with that too, Jane. I appreciate the call. Thanks so much. 608-785-7914-785-7914. York. So what Jane is saying is alternate side parking should end April 15th now instead of March. They should extend it. They backed it back 15 days. Now they should extend it out a month. All right. So when we talk to Rob Abraham later this month, Assistant Police Chief in La Crosse. We're this is going to be another one of the things we just forget to ask him later. When no, I think we should, we should find out because I, I, my guess is that so there's if you there's probably there's three options on the table that, that we could have him pick from. Alternate side parking the way it is. Do away with alternate side parking, have snow emergencies only. Or have alternate side parking year-round. Which one do you think he's going to say? Um, keep it as is. I think he's going to go year-round. For the money? I I feel like that's just work. I think I think they're going I would think that if you if you if you I got 
I mean, it would help the street sweeper guy, right? Because there's right. a lot of cigarette right. butts Right, a lot there. of cigarette butts to clean up. I saw someone sent me a picture of, like, kind of the outside of their apartment. And now the snow is, well, it, it used to be melted. Uh, just There was, like, 75,000 cigarette butts. So, so, like, some guy must just be, you know, for the entire winter, like, every 10 minutes smoking out there and just, poop on the ground. Why those people never get ticketed? I don't know. Let's, I mean, why do why do they never get see, tickets? This is a thing we need to ask Abraham. How can we crack down on the cigarette butt chuckers? Like just don't just don't chuck your cigarette butt. Like put it away. Throw it away. Don't throw it. Doesn't go like the street. It doesn't disappear. Do you think people think that they're made out of compressed air and they just disappear when you throw them on the street? Yeah, the outside is paper, right? So the paper's just so the paper must be inside. Yeah. So the filter um, inside must must disintegrate as well. We need to come up with ways. That we can battle this. Because how many times do you get hit with a flick cigarette while you're driving behind a car? And you just want to like, and it's on fire. You know, it's not like on fire, but it's lit. You can see it on the road. It's like, oh, there's, oh, it'll hit your windshield and oh, it'll in your spark car, out. Right. Yeah, you know. yeah, it's it's different when you're on. I want to pull over, pick that cigarette up, write the license plate down, and then just put it in a little baggie and give it to whatever police officer. And then that <laughs> cop can go find that car, do a little fingerprint test. Some and DNA. Boom, do and then, DNA you know, $10,000 fine. <laughs> yeah. Or you lose your license for a year. How about that? Like, well, let's. I think it's just littering, or littering. Well, that's like a seven hundred dollar fine in places. I remember seeing those signs on like I ninety seven hundred dollar fine, but I don't think that's probably everywhere. I don't but... think it's probably everywhere. No, I don't. I think it's like forty four bucks here or something like that. I think that if you get hit with a littering fine a couple of times, though, I think you stop chucking your cigarette butts. Yeah, and then you can't smoke for a week either. Something like that. Like, like, they, they put like you some get a fine and you can't it. smoke for a week. Yeah. <laughs> you're caught smoking <laughs> um man that's militant right there that's hardcore you have to wear like a orange like hoodie okay that you're not smoking so that if you're outside because you have to smoke outside right yeah, yeah. so you have this orange hoodie on and if a cop drives by and sees you with the orange hoodie on and sees you smoking boom another ticket another ticket Six zero eight seven eight five seven nine one four. man that is some that's some serious behavioral modification stuff going on there. Did you get? Did, did somebody flick a cigarette butt at you today? All the time, like not There's today. But no, I just saw that picture they, today. But then uh, it just it just conjures up all the cigarette butt situations. You know, we had. I mean, we do this show about this time every year. But you know, all the snow is back, so we'll do it in a week or so. Uh, like like the 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 stop sign right off the highway or stoplight somewhere oh, that the place cross. right Someone there says yeah that accumulates yeah. cigarette butts yeah. for whatever reason probably the one by blaine's farm and fleet i'm guessing because that's kind of a longer light like that's probably like where you chuck your cigarettes out cause, yeah because you don't want do you not want to chuck them out on the highway because there is a 700 hundred dollar fine and hmm. so they i i don't gosh these are really good questions you have to get into the mind of cigarette chuckers cigarette butt chuckers also also known as cbc's Cigarette butt chuckers. Why? Why do you flick them where you flick them? It's just an ongoing puzzle for us here at well, Wisdom. Anyway, so year-long <laughs> alternate side park. So my guess is that when we ask Rob Abraham this question, he's going to go year-long alternate side parking. I think for any number of reasons. But I think it. I think he. Why can't? Why can't it just be alternate side of parking enforced when? How, how do you notify people when there's a snow emergency is the question. How about when there's this thing that happens and everyone can see it? It comes out of the sky. It's like called when it's snow. snow. 
when that happens, alternate side parking. When and it doesn't have to be called a snow emergency, and you don't have to do every other side of the street. And 9 to 12 is the, you know, everyone's in a panic. Know, You've got to set my alarm absolutely. for 9 p.m. Yep. to go no, move it my makes, car. And... Absolutely makes no sense. It's, it's, and, and Jane, when Jane was absolutely right, like people go to bed before that. We could see the weather. Oh, it's probably going to snow tonight. Yep. I'll throw my car on the whatever yep. side of the street. And that's what will happen. I mean, if you if you put this into place, you get, if you dump alternate side parking and put snow emergencies as how you are going to go about things from now on, as soon as it's after a couple of years, as soon as it starts snowing, people start looking for the information. Oh, I wonder if it's a snow emergency. I better move my car because otherwise it's going to get towed. And that's just it's there's a painful two years of transition, and then you and then everybody's uh, everybody's happy after that. All right, six zero eight seven eight five seven nine one four on the Better Hearing Center talk and text line. Johnny said, "I would almost think common sense should apply here. If you didn't know there's a snow emergency now, you probably shouldn't be driving a car. I, I mean, it's kind of what we just said. It's the snow should be able to tell you that there is a snow emergency coming." Uh, listener says, doesn't the city of lacrosse have a text alert communication system that they could send out for snow emergencies? Yeah, you'd have to sign up for it. And there's going to be a, a huge number of people who don't do that. But again, that's personal responsibility. This is wisdom. I'm Reynolds. This is where pressing issues of the day are decided. Make sure your voice is heard. Call now at 785-7914. And your thoughts are next on Lacrosse Talk PM. An oversupply of vehicles this winter drove down prices, so the Brennigan Auto Group purchased a massive supply to provide you with the best selection and prices of... Welcome back. I'm Mitch Reynolds. Lacrosse Talk PM on WIZM News Talk, 1410 AM, 92.3 FM. Uh, Dan's on the phone. Dan, thanks for waiting. Go ahead, you're on. Yeah, my question is, don't these people realize the time of year that it is? Which people are we talking about? I'm talking about these people that are calling for alternate side parking. Yeah. Yeah. Well, the sun has a lot of power. It's got a lot more power than the city of La Crosse has got. Okay. Half of it went today, and the other half is going to go tomorrow. Yeah, it's all going to be gone. Yeah. With, with the 45-degree weather and the power of the sun, yep. the, the, the snow is going to run like water tomorrow. It's all going to be gone. Yeah, so you're, what you're saying is just it takes a little patience, but these types, these late season, late uh, early spring snowfalls aren't going to last anyway, so why bother? Right. Exactly. Yeah. No, I, I, I agreed. My, uh, I cleaned my driveway and uh, uh, yesterday as much as I could, and today it's all gone. It's yeah. gone. Yeah. No, I, I absolutely. Even with the power of the with the power agree, of the sun, and... I, I would agree with that. I appreciate the call. This is wisdom. I'm trying to stick around. More to come. Are you one of those rare people who's really good with? I'm Mitch Reynolds, Lacrosse Talk PM on WYZM News Talk, 1410 AM, 92.3 FM. Thanks for riding along here this afternoon and this evening. This hour brought to you by Pro Street Brewery in Lacrosse. Wonderful people making extraordinary beer, making me happy just about every single day. 608-785-7914 is the Better Hearing Center talk and text line. Call in or text in either way. You can get in on the show at 608 
785-7914. Again, also on Facebook and Twitter. Send me an email, Mitch at 1410WIZM.com. Uh, Dan called a little while ago and said uh, the weather today and the weather tomorrow, that snow will be gone in no time. And he's probably right. Got mostly sunny tomorrow and a high of 40 under those conditions. The sun is really what does it. Just just burns away then. It's like you can see it melt. You can watch it melt. You know? It was really kind of interesting on uh, Saturday night, wandering through this weird whiteout world that we were experiencing in downtown lacrosse during the Midwest Music Fest. And the wind is whipping the snow around. It was gusty. I mean, it was blowing. And um, you just had the sense, even in that moment. Yeah, and I think Jane called earlier. She was just tired of the tired of the snow. And I would agree, but you had the sense, even walking around, knowing that it was going to snow all night and all day the next day. And, you know, into this morning, you still had a sense that eh, it's, it's going to last for a few days. And that's it. And um, you know, Dan called earlier and said, "Yeah, it'll, it most, it's all going to be gone by tomorrow." And I would—I won't go gone, gone, but uh, definitely uh, that uh, the sun will have a significant hit on the amount of snow that's still hanging around. So anyway, we do have a mostly sunny high of forty tomorrow. Into Wednesday, though, there is a kind of a weird mixture of mix, mix, mixture, mix, a mix. Let's just call it a mix. Of, uh, yeah, of snow and ice and stuff. And so in the early day on Wednesday, you're looking at some maybe snow and sleet and stuff. So it's it's hard to tell exactly what it's going to look like even right now, but um, some kind of weird wintry mixture coming in on Wednesday. But then as we get into Thursday and Friday, um, highs right around 50. So it's uh, certainly an, an upward trend, if you will. And, I mean, you know, close to 60 on, on Sunday and Monday. It's 32 right now. 608-785-7. Garfunkel Tribute Show, Saturday, April 21st at the Pump House. Get tickets at thepumphouse.org. Lacrosse Talk PM on WYZM News Talk, 1410 AM, 92.3 FM. Thanks for joining us here this afternoon and this evening on the phone with Dallas Warner from First American Roofing and Siding. Dallas has uh, you've got an entire part of your company devoted to to uh, repairs, service and repairs. Um, I, I mean, that's it's really handy. I would think for homeowners who are faced with some kind of problem, uh, either their their roof or their siding or something like that, right? Exactly, Mitch. We call it our small projects division, and that's exactly what it's what it's for is small projects. If you have a a vinyl outside corner that's broken, if you have a skylight that's leaking. If you want a solar tube installed, um, you know, something that's a little bit smaller, uh, that's, that's what we have that division for. We got a, a guy, Curtis, he would come out and uh, inspect it, give you an estimate, or conduct a repair right on the spot if it's something minor. Uh, it's dedicated to those small projects. I can imagine that, uh, you know, baseball to, a, a you know, some vinyl siding or something along those lines, or, you know, your kid hits a, your siding with a bicycle or something happens like that. And you kind of let that stuff go for years because, you it, you know, it's, it's just, it's a tiny little repair, but it's, it's so annoying at the same time. This kind of thing will really help. Exactly. Yep. The best thing to do would just be to give us a call, 
Uh, we're right up in Holman at 783-3101. Uh, they can check us out online, too, at firstamericanroofing.com to get some more information. Sounds good, Dallas. Thanks a lot. Thanks, Mitch. All right. Dallas Werner, First American Roofing and Siding. Lacrosse Talk VM on Wisdom. I'm Mitch Reynolds. More to come. Stick around. Optical Fashion's Eye Care Clinic's grand opening in Holman is Saturday, April 28th from 9 to 1. A portion... Welcome back. I'm Mitch Reynolds. 608-785-7914 is the Better Hearing Center. Talk and text line 785-7914. If you'd like to join us here on Lacrosse Talk PM, feel free using the Better Hearing Center. Talk and text line. Call in or text in. Either way, you're in on the show. You are um, welcome to do so. This hour brought to you by Pro Street Brewery and Lacrosse. Uh, let's see. So uh, among the messages that I've gotten re- related to this, again, the... Uh, to my knowledge, this snow emergency is still in effect, by the way. I just checked. I did not see any change to that. So, yeah, no, I don't see it. Huh. I thought by now they would, I would have canceled it already. Just because it's, uh, again, the snow emergency that was declared in La Crosse on Sunday uh, was it went into effect on Sunday afternoon at 3 o'clock. I didn't think it was going to last through the day today, but apparently it's still in effect. Or at least we haven't got anything that said otherwise. So I'm going to go no on that. Hmm. All right. I thought it would have been canceled by now because there's just not much snow left out there, but they have other ideas. All right. 608-785-7914 uh, on the Better Hearing Center talk and text line. This listener says, I thought it was funny when the city called another snow emergency. Days after police admitted they didn't write any tickets for the last one, but could have written thousands. What a joke. Bunch of idiots running City Hall. I, mm. <sighs> okay. Uh, let's see. I don't get it. You keep saying snow emergency. What's the other disposal period? Oh, it's the same thing. And I, I'm using them sort of interchangeably. So what is called, and, and for those of you who didn't get the message on this, if you are in the City of La Crosse or parked on the streets in any kind of way in the City of La Crosse, in any kind of, in any part of town, <laughs> from yesterday afternoon until tomorrow afternoon, uh, what you would should be doing, according to police, you probably heard this already, park on the even side of the streets on even days, odd side of the streets on odd days for the entire day. It's a 48-hour snow disposal period, and it's announced by the or it's called by the street superintendent, and it's. Um, but, I mean, the shorthand for that is snow emergency because that's kind of what it is. So if you go to other cities that have, that's what they do is they they call snow emergencies, and you got to move your car, get rid of your car sell your car, something. You got to move your car in some kind of way. And they plow the streets. It, they just call it a snow emergency. So 48-hour snow disposal period doesn't really roll off the tongue the way that snow emergency does. Although snow emergency is also a bit of a mouthful. So that's what that, that's my short explanation on that, is that they're really kind of the same thing. I feel like I can be less precise in describing what it is since the ordinance that regulates this whole thing is really imprecise. And it just needs to be changed. 
It just needs to be changed. All right, 608 for a team. But a really good question because, uh, yeah, I mean, I could see where the confusion would come in. Uh, I, um, I wonder whether, because we've been told by Mayor Tim Cabot when he was in here actually last time, what he told us is that the, he anticipates the city moving towards using these snow emergencies, going to a, getting to a place in time where everybody is, you get the message, you move your car, they plow, end of story. And I don't know if that means next year. I don't know if there's something that comes forward this year. Um, I don't know if we're looking long-term, if it's going to be added to alternate site. We're not entirely sure what that looks like. And it's not clear what there is support for in the La Crosse Police Department or in the Streets Department. You can tell that there's, there's, there's a certain level of conflict in some way within City Hall on this issue. And I don't know if the police are on, on one side of this thing and everybody else is on the other, or if it's, I don't know, I'm not, it's not entirely clear to me who, who's, what, what the, what the uh, internal politics of snow is in La Crosse City Hall. It's very complicated. It's snow politics. There's no politics like snow politics, if you know what I'm saying. So I'm not entirely sure. But what I can tell you is that it, it appears like Mayor Tim Cabot is likes this idea of a snow emergency. It's also pretty clear that um, Mike LaFleur, the street superintendent, is okay with it too. Beyond that, I don't really know. I can't really tell. I think, I feel like the city police department is pretty much opposed to the whole idea. I feel like they're perfectly satisfied with alternate side parking and would be even more happy if it was alternate side parking year round. I do. 608 785 7914. But we'll, so I don't, so we'll see. We'll see what happens in the coming year. Let's go to the phones. On the Better Hearing Center talk and text line, we have Eric. Eric, thanks for waiting. Go ahead, you're on. Yeah, regarding this recent snow anomaly, I think your mayor was exactly right. Regardless, I disagree with most of the things he says, but I think he did the right thing this time to get people grace period to do this, to get their cars on the right side of the road, to help the citizens of La Crosse. I agree that 100%. In 1973, when I forgot of the Army, we had 19 inches of snow in Sparta, but it was gone in a matter of uh, one day because it was warm outside. But it's one of the things that went through. But the point is, um, and this is going to go away by that weekend. It's going to be it's going to be 71 by next Friday. You know you know that? Yeah, it's not going to last. 71 degrees by next Friday. Yeah, it's not going to last. And then, huh? Yeah, it's, I mean it's not going to stick around. I think we've pretty much accepted that. But the point is. I, I don't. I, as much as I disagree as your mayor, I must say he did the right thing this time, and I thank you for listening to my comment. Thank you. All right, I appreciate the call. Thanks so much. Six zero eight seven eight five seven nine one four seven eight five seventy nine fourteen. Uh, no, I guess we're still in effect. Huh. 
again, a little bit of, I'm a little bit perplexed. <laughs> I would think at any time, <laughs> just about any time now, they're going to call this thing. I could be wrong. Uh, uh, yes, Rick. I haven't, what's the weather forecast? Are we getting snow? I, th- I thought we were getting snow in a couple I of days. I mean, not really, kind of. Uh, I guess it's, you think it's what it is? Because it, it was, it's going to really end tomorrow just, afternoon. I really think they're just conditioning the city to getting used to this thing. Like, we, like this is the perfect opportunity yeah. because it'll, it's going to go away in a little bit and then we're not going to have to think about it. But this is the only time to roll it out a little bit. And they had they didn't give any tickets out. What Was it last week? When was the, was it last week we had a snowstorm? I think, was it? No, or was, was it, it week, two weeks ago? Week before, yeah. Yeah, week before. They didn't hand out any tickets then. So mm. now maybe a couple of tickets, maybe one towed car. I don't know. They just got to slowly baby steps here. And then if we get mm. another snowstorm and, you know, maybe a couple more tickets. Yeah. More and then next year we'll do it all over again, huh? So still got to figure out how to tell people besides the white things falling from the. So sky. this is a, a big setup by City Hall to to condition us to to get ready for next year when this is going to be full bore full bar snow emergency stuff. Yeah, if they're trying to well, like you said, if they want to do these snow emergencies over alternate side parking, then they've got to practice a little bit. Yeah, we're talking about practice. What we're doing? Practice, <laughs> not the about, game. We're talking about practice. You know about practice? Speaking of that, f- f- Sixers tonight, 7 o'clock. Okay. <laughs> TNT. Uh, how, many pe- how many people do you think when Middleton hit that shot at the end of regulation yesterday, how many people were thinking, oh my gosh, they're going to actually win this thing? Um, Bucks fans? Like 82% of Bucks fans. 82% of Bucks fans yeah. were thinking. I'm in the 18%. Yeah, who knew that they weren't going to win? Yeah, no confidence. I mean, there's so much momentum there. There's so much momentum. They finish out that they they wind up they tie the game on a three that the shot from like forty feet away. Well, Eric Bledsoe, who gave up the three right before that, yeah. that lost them the game yeah. and just got his jock handed to him. If they wear jocks anymore, I'm not sure. Is thanking Chris Middleton for that because that was just awful. Defense. It was awful from our defense. super duper point guard. <laughs> he really just made. I was. I was doing. We have this group where we just. It was a. I, the Bucks it, was, game. it was a pretty pretty good step back though. I mean, it was it was pretty decent. Yeah, I mean, okay. it's Terry Ro- Terry Rozier. Terry Rozier. Terry Rozier. Pretty good player. He's going to be the Bucks point guard next year. It's what's going to happen. <laughs> be Matthew Dellavedova and yep. Terry Rozier and Jason Terry, who's playing more minutes than Jabari Parker. Jason Terry's playing more minutes, and than he's him. like sixty. There's two things I said. We could fire the Bucks coach right now and just hire David Fisdale, who's the Memphis fired coach. Just right now. Just do it right now. Like, really shake things up. And the only reason the Bucks made it back into the game is because they were in bonus and they were able to shoot free throws every time Giannis got a terrible fall. <laughs> All right. 608-785-7914. We'll have Lisa Olsen coming in into the studio with us in just a couple minutes here. Um, Rick's got to go do some news. More of your calls and comments. Coming up, 608-785-7914. This is Wisdom by Mitch Reynolds. Your voice matters on Lacrosse Talk PM. So call now. On each after rebate, get spring catalog savings now through April 29th. Plus, Menards gift cards are perfect for Mother's Day. Save big money at Menards. Da-da-da. 
Across Talk PM on WIZM, I'm Mitch Reynolds. Thanks for joining us here this afternoon and this evening. This hour brought to you by Pearl Street Brewery and La Crosse. In the studio with me this uh, to talk about um, her new book, Lisa David Olson. I appreciate you being in. Thanks so much. Actually, you were just here, so you're wearing out your welcome. Um, this, <laughs> I was Lisa uh, Olson last week. Oh, you're right. I'm sorry. That's right. <laughs> Whole different person. <laughs> So you may know her, and if you don't, you should. You may know her as uh, one of the most significant parts of Heart of Lacrosse, but she's also um, a super funny person and um, an improviser extraordinaire, and now an author. And uh, her new book, Laughs on Rye, is um, you're, you are ha- holding a, a signing at the Pump House on uh, Wednesday from 6 to 8. Yeah, it's an open house. Come yeah. and look at the art. Uh, we'll have the cash bar set up. So Yay. anytime between six and eight, shooing on down. I'll be selling books. I'll do some readings out of it. And I have my telemarketer CD where I don't let telemarketers get to their point. And I, so that's an audio CD. I'll have that as well. Super fun. Silly. It, um, your book, an improviser's me- memoir, is uh, this is your this is your first attempt at writing a book, right? Yes. How, how what the biggest challenge that you faced in in and I mean, did you did you say I have an idea? I want to write a book. I'm going to get to writing. How? Do, what's your process? I knew I was going to write a book, and I obtained a publisher, and I put us in the hole, and I paid this publisher hundreds of dollars, and then I choked and couldn't do anything, and then they folded as a company, <laughs> and sent me half of my money back, and they were very kind about it mm-hmm. when they broke up with me, and that's when I actually started writing. And one of my biggest ahas in my life, shout out to Todd Olson, is when he said, you're not a motivational speaker, you're a storyteller. Mm-hmm. So stop thinking that you have to teach and, and tell somebody something. I certainly do have takeaways in my book, don't get me wrong. But I don't have to teach you anything brand new. I can share my life experience, hopefully throw in a dash of humor, and be a storyteller. He likens me to Irma Bombeck, and that's quite an honor. Hmm. Um, yeah. Irma Bombeck was funny. She was. Huh. So you're trying to be funny? or I'm working on it. <laughs> if you have any tips at all, I don't. I will write them <laughs> down on this tiny little post-it note yeah. I carry in my pocket. <laughs> yeah. I can be funny. <laughs> this book is kind of funny. There's some funny in it, but there's also some, um, there's like poignant stuff in there. There are stories from my childhood, and that's where the book came out of is... If you can find fun or humor in a situation, certainly not all the time, say if you're pulled over at night. You don't want to be the cute person in the car being pulled over. But there are times where humor can help you through a situation. Um, it's kind of like the fight or flight, but not as severe because humor is an escape. Hmm. But at the same time, along the way, you can share in humor. And that's what my siblings and I used to do. When, it, when times were really bad, I had an abusive mother um, who was a severe alcoholic. And our uh, survival skill became humor to get through a tough time, you know, and comforting each other. So are your siblings like you? Are they, are you guys similar? Do you hang, I mean, what, it, what's that like when you play Scrabble together? <laughs> Scrabble is left to brains like Brad Williams. No, okay. that would not be me. Uh, with my siblings, there's three others. I play Scrabble. Oh, you do? Yeah, I wow. do. Yeah, okay. Oh my so. gosh, I see you differently right now. Okay, all right. I just want to totally like, I totally see you differently right now. Brad, I mean, Brad Williams here, and I are not the same person. Just you're I, sitting here with a juice box and little donut holes. I just always see you. Oh, is it? <laughs> Wait, sorry, Rick. What was it? Boggle is the game you want to be playing. That's boggle. The, the hell's Boggle? It's the. Don't you like, spill things out of a cup? Bubble, and you got to the words fall into a square, and you got to pick words out of the, you know, 
Like okay. form a sentence. All right. so it's kind of like connect four with letters. But you form a sentence instead of just a word? Just a word. Just, just a word. You could kick Brad's I, butt yeah, I, I, bet I, could, I bet I could do that. Yeah. yeah. All right. <laughs> but no, my siblings are... We are, we all took different paths, okay. and in fact, I'm only in in touch with one. Mm. You have to, and that's another point is that you you don't have to stick with family. I know people, and you, I'm sure you do too. That, but that's my brother. That, but that's my yeah. sister, yeah. and they're miserable around them. Yeah, I'm sorry. Go. Yeah. Mm. <laughs> my family is my comedy family for sure, and of course, my sons and my hubby. But you don't have to stick with family just because they are blood relatives. You know, there's some there can be unhealthy attachments. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Is if it's not bringing you joy and you're just carrying around a backpack of rocks, what what good is that? You tell a lot of stories in your book. There are lessons that you arrive at, so you there is some teaching in there. You could say that I'm sharing what I learned. Uh-huh. So if and in the beginning of the book, it it also states, hey, if you catch if that sparks a memory or something for yourself all the better because I'm just saying after a certain story, here's what I learned. You know, there's no such thing as a free ride to the DMV and things like that. That's when I took my son to the DMV and he forgot mommy dresses up for Halloween at work. (laughs) (laughs) You're not coming in with me, are you? Well, yeah. (laughs) You, (laughs) you, you describe yourself. And I I think if if I'm getting this right, a professional prankster. Heck yes. Okay. Um, And there's a, there's a couple stories in there where it's, and I've seen you at work, frankly, so yes. I can tell you True. with a great deal of certainty, ladies and gentlemen, that yes, she's very good at pranking. Uh, <laughs> I'm patient. <laughs> again, talking to Lisa David Olson, laughs on rye. What is your, and your sons have been part of your, or been perhaps the butt of your pranks at times. <laughs> My focus, if yeah, you will. Yeah, you're right. How, uh, how do you think it's, it was for them growing up with with mom being so <laughs> sparky. I would have to ask them that. Yeah. I I I don't I don't know that I've ever outright asked them that. That's did you, all they know. Do you have one where one of them turned so red that it was what's the <laughs> big where's the one where they were the most embarrassed to be around you? I think it was April Fool's Day where they didn't have school. It was like a teacher's day, one of those staff days. Mm-hmm. And I kept the radio off. I remember we always had Keith Carr on Z93 in the morning way back then. Mm-hmm. You know, 34 degrees on the causeway and that kind of thing. So <laughs> I kept the radio off so he wouldn't say anything about April Fool's. And I took them to school. And then there was no one around. And I convinced them, wow, we're early for the first time ever. And then I finally said, April Fools are like, you made us get up. So I guess that's not embarrassing, but ticked off. Oh. <laughs> and they were like, you made us get up. And I made them pose for a picture in the empty parking that's lot. Incredible. Little fist down by their sides, you know, a scowl on their faces. But then I took them to breakfast and pancakes makes everything fine. You also involve strangers at times in your everyday humor and there's there's one story that's compelling i don't want to give it away but there's a story you tell in the book about meeting about running into someone in a restaurant and there were exchanges glanced there was this sort of recognition but um but not really and then you went and convinced the guy to pretend with his wife (laughs) that you knew this is the best story again i mean we don't tell the whole story but you got somebody else to be involved in in a prank yes. on his wife and his kid. It was so beautiful. They kept looking over at Todd and I, and we were just enjoying dinner. And and I knew because we had a Heart of Lacrosse show coming up, I just knew 
they know us. Yeah. So I, I, I couldn't stand it. The wife went to the bathroom and I went up to the guy and I just said, hey, here's a poster for our next show. It looked like you recognized us. And he said, no, I'm sorry. Um, I don't know you. We're not from here. My wife just wanted your table. So she was admiring our table in the window, not us at oh, all. Oh, wow. Just your table. <laughs> so we just talked really fast, exchanged names. He was in on it. So when she came out, we all pretended to know each other. We're like, Randy, Todd, hug, hug, hug. And the adult <laughs> son shows up with his girlfriend, and I just looked at him, and I said, you have gotten so tall. You know, I didn't know who he was or his name or anything. But when we left, it was awesome because we caught each other's eyes in the window, and it was it was really a great moment because they were laughing their heads off too. So how, I mean, this, you don't know when you're jumping off a ledge like that, you don't know if someone's going to come along with you on your, on your voyage. Yeah. Have you ever had that moment (laughs) where, you know, you, you are, you're using humor in a situation where they're strangers Mm -hmm. and it gets, it gets weird. Somebody gets angry. We call that falling flat. Uh And Luckily, the people I'm surrounded by, you share that falling flat moment, and you're actually going to laugh at yourself, too. You really can. You, you know, Todd and I were videotaping somebody the other day to interview him, and when we showed up at their door, we were just loaded with equipment. We are just tromping up the steps. It wasn't the right house. And the guy just opens the door and holds it open and said, so what you got going on, guys? And we just, oh, that's what we knew. We're at the wrong house. I sh- we still should have just videotaped him anyway and just said, so, you know, what do you do for a living? <laughs> you, um, so I wonder, because there's a section in your book where you take, what are they called? Serious selfies? Serious selfies with strangers. Okay, serious selfies with strangers. So it involves you explain it. What what do you have to do? What's 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 your goal in, in in taking these pictures? I call that my own project in bravery. I just dared myself. I guess I ran out of people to play dare with, and okay. I dared myself. Like I wonder what it would be like just to go up to somebody and ask for a picture, and then to layer that is to say you can't smile. So I started doing that, and um, then I would, you know, show them where to look on my phone and then just say, all right, now don't smile. And a lot of times you'd have to retake it because they'd be laughing. Mm-hmm. And no one ever turned me down out of, I think I have 14 in there, which doesn't sound like a lot, but I want you to try it someday and see how that feels. It's it's odd. I've got uh, a gentleman from the gym. I've got a guy, you know, playing guitar at, in Chicago on the L train platform and Everything in between, but I have gotten friendships out of that as well. Is the lesson? Is there? I, I, you know, again, there's a lesson here, probably somewhere. But is it that we shouldn't maybe be as afraid of strangers as we are? You know, it would be neat. What? Set your phone down and look around. Mm. Try that. You don't have to entertain your brain every second. It's all around you, but we're all hunched over looking sad because we're staring into our phones. Hmm. I'm guilty of being on my phone too much. Sure. But the times I, I only used it to connect with people, I don't regret that at all. Do you resent James Comey that his book out, book came out about the same time that yours did? I'm so glad you brought that up, Mitch. Yeah. I am so mad. I mean, it's what, the elephant it, in the room, or right? something that you say, Rick? It was a cookbook or something of his? Your book, I thought it was a cookbook from... Just... Oh, I'm talking about Comey. Didn't he have a cookbook or something? I don't... Who's this Comey? <laughs> <laughs> well, other people are seem to be flocking to that book. Um, wow. So I, I feel like it was a timing thing, and I don't know if that was... It's like um, the third time he's just I, yeah. done that to me. He just... was only on 60 Minutes. He didn't get on Wisdom with <laughs> <Right>. Mitch. <laughs> Good point. We Thank you. Ha ha, Comey. There we look go. Who's, look huh? who's on Facebook huh? Live. Huh? What? What? 
Yeah, well. Um, <laughs> yeah, so it was either me or George Stephanopoulos, and uh, mm-hmm. yeah, and I said yes first, basically That's for you. That's it, okay. dibs. Yeah. Uh, is it? <laughs> uh, what is what needs to happen for your book to for the publisher to print eight hundred fifty thousand copies of your book? What what would be would it have hmm. to be Trump, President Trump tweeting about what an awful slime ball you are? What a superb idea. Um, Although I self-published, so I don't have a publisher to go to. I do have a tremendous editor I went with, but uh, I really don't. I would I would not be against Trump tweeting about me. Is that would that be if it was something really, you know, some an an insult or some some, you know, calling you a slime ball. Mm -hmm. I mean, that's that's better than nothing. Right. If the president tweets about you in any kind of way, that's actually a good thing, isn't it? It is, because they say there's no bad publicity. Right. So as long as he can get my full name, I'm, I'm cool with it. <laughs> if, if you don't throw in right. the middle name, you're never going to find Lisa Olson on the internet. It's, is that why your middle name's on there? Yes. That's that's <sighs> my borrowed middle name. I stole it from my husband. Huh. My fabulous husband who helped design both covers. Yeah. And my website. Wow. Yeah. yeah he's valuable. He is precious. Doesn't and he's he, mine, people, so back off. Doesn't he build things, too? <laughs> Yes, he does. He's a woodworker, and he does video work and everything else. Wow. Jeez. Um, uh, Lisa David Olson. Not just Lisa Olson, because you'll never find it if you Google it or something. You, Lisa Olson is so common, you'll never find right. me on the internet. You'll God, find a lot of Lisa your name, Olsons. Your name sucks. It's my fourth and final last name. But that's why I started switching middle names. <laughs> Her book is Laughs on Rye, and she will be at the Pump House on Wednesday if you'd like to get up close and personal and drink some booze and talk about the book and, uh, yeah, and, and have it signed. And a portion of the proceeds. A portion yeah. of the proceeds goes toward Family and Children's Center out of La Crosse. Oh, okay. It is, um, April is Child Abuse Prevention Awareness Month. So um, we want to help give to Healthy Families, which is a program that's part of the Family and Children's Center in La Crosse. What's with the bag? Um, that is Bob Good <laughs> entering the studio, and we're trying to keep Bob talking. Bob Good. <laughs> or Bob Great, so, as I call him. So Bob Good walked in the studio. He's got a woodman's bag that he brought along with him. Because when I was at his house, we were doing a video, and okay. I accidentally left my shiny tights there. <laughs> <laughs> so thank you, Bob, for just... I said, can you just drop him up at the radio station? And he said, said, yeah, sure. I said, here's your tights. And because it's Bob, I said, and if you'd put them in a bag, that'd be great. And he wrote back, yeah, I've got clear bags. So here's my shiny, I think you call them shiny pantyhose, not tights, but that's fine. You're a boy. Okay. God. It's just, this is every day. My life is good. Yeah, this is all the time. My life is Bob good. That's yeah, Bob, that's how good it is. Bob good. Your husband better not be watching now, though. (laughs) What do you mean, her shiny pantyhose? What are we doing here? Oh my Good gosh. stuff. Good stuff. Lisa David Olson, she's actually been on this program before. Yes, and right. I hope to again when yeah. you're desperate to fill time. Yeah. If you couldn't get Comey, at least you have me, <laughs> yeah, so I appreciate that. If we can't get Comey, at least we've got her. <laughs> That's, right. That's really what it comes down to. Thanks so much for coming in and talking. Thank it's great. Thank you. Thanks for Super having fun. me. I appreciate it, dudes. I have a, um, I, I don't get to keep this copy of your book, but I will get one because it, it's... That's for you. What little I've read. Oh, yeah. yeah. So, okay. <laughs> you can still donate to Family and Children's Center. That's fine. That's great. It's good the <laughs> proceeds are going there. Lisa David Olson, I appreciate it. This is Wisdom. I'm Matt Reynolds. 
Optical Fashion's Eye Care Clinic's grand opening in Holman is Saturday, April 28th from 9 to 1. Save 20 to 100% on all glasses and 50% off second pairs, insurance excluded. Going into the world, closing time, turn all of the lights on over every boy and every girl. I'm Mitch Reynolds, Lacrosse Talk PM on Wisdom. Thanks for riding along here this afternoon and this evening. This hour brought to you by Pearl Street Brewery and Lacrosse. Super fun to have Lisa Olson, Lisa David Olson, in the studio with us. I mean, fun for me, which is really all that counts, I guess. <laughs> uh, we'll get back to serious business at some point. I am out, though, for a few days. Mike Hayes, I think. Dave and Mike? Somebody. I don't know who's going to. But somebody's going to be here for the next three days, and it won't be me. Got some training I have to get done. I got to get trained up a little bit more. So I stop embarrassing the company. Thanks for my love to Anna. We will talk yet this week right here on Wisdom. <laughs>